I don't know. I'm just going to make it up as I go along. Why, why they do that? Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? No, 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 Get a hold of yourself. So, Trump steals Democratic tactics in the State of the Union. Can't wait to discuss that. Hey, Virginia, you know that uh, we're votes away from making you a felon if you own an assault weapon. Bill Van Cleve's going to help us this hour. And did you see it? Or do you even see now all those white dresses and why Abigail Spamberger has to go? That is next. Virginia Citizens. American Patriots Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this blustery afternoon. Could not believe the wind out there. And it's all going to end at 6 o'clock, like somebody flipped a switch and the wind goes away. No, that's the time it ends. Did well, someone tell you that? It. No, I predicted it. I'm and therefore a, it is. I'm a wind psychic. <laughs> I can tell when things are blowing too hard. And as in the Democrats at the State of the Union, they're blowhards. They, is. Can, you believe, can you believe the way they acted? I, I, I still can't. You think, wow, they've got to stand up for that. For something. For <laughs> yeah. some, I mean, anything they is positive. They didn't stand for that. Well, it, it was. And a couple of things that beloved Nancy stood for, and then she comes back and says Trump was lying. He didn't do that. Well, why did you stand up for it, Yeah, you Nancy? lied. Exactly. All right, coming up at 5, the, the, this is the most, we've got to address this. The state apparently has a new religion they're pushing. It's the LGBT faith. This week they passed the LGBT protections, and our, our state is going crazy about this. The left only cares about LGBT. We're going to explain this at 5 o'clock. It is a new religion for these people. And it ought to scare those who don't have that religion because proselytizing you haven't even seen yet. And that's what the LGBT community is going to be doing now that they're, um, they're, they're uh, past what they have in the General Assembly. And Iowa's racist. I didn't know that. Only because they're white, apparently. you got to hear what MSNBC says. The most unbelievable clip. I promise you, at 5, when you hear this clip from MS, you're just going to shake. This is, this is the, what has resulted in politics today. And it is absolutely frightening the way these people think, because they don't. All that at 5. And, of course, your phone calls, 454-1366, up and running here, 454-1366. We posted a pic, the Lee brothers did on our uh, Facebook page, our fan page, the Lee Brothers, of uh, Abigail Spanberger. Now, if you watched uh, the State of the Union, you, you saw all these women in white dresses. Dressed in white. Now That they, was Nancy's thing. They say they dressed in white. Here's their exact reasons. To show uh, persistence as they fight for the people, stand against President Trump's dangerous policies, and make sure the voices of women and families are heard. So the voices of women and families wouldn't be heard unless you're wearing a white dress? And what does that even mean? I wonder if they supplied them, if taxpayers paid for them. Possibly. But anyway, Abigail Spamberger is in the thick of it. The picture's posted on our page. You can check it out at theleebrothers.wordpress.com. And it's a kind of a caption, fun caption, caption the uh, 
could possibly be a little caption contest. So check it out at uh, the LeeBrothers.wordpress.com. Kind of a funny picture of her. But Trump did something at the State of Union that I thought was brilliant. The left is so good at bringing the heartstrings of the American people, bringing out a story, a sob story, pointing to them up in the, in the balcony and going, see, government helps people. Trump turned the whole thing on their head. <laughs> he made every American have heartstring and feel for what was happening. And we learned some things from it. We learned that when a soldier comes back after fighting in Afghanistan and sees his family, that only certain Democrats can stand at that, and other Democrats would sit down. And even look off into the distance and frown. That was, uh, what's her name, Omar and um, Elon Omar and the other congressmen there in their white dresses. And then we also learned that Democrats, this is unbelievable about the speech, President Trump, takes the passions of America and lays them before the public like a Democrat would and wins points on it, simply saying there's a black child, and uh, a middle school black girl who is in a failing school. And the Democrats in Pennsylvania veto it. The Democrats in that chamber don't like school choice. But Trump is able to paint this picture and say, you see what is great about giving freedom to people to choose school, and not a single Democrat was swayed by that. It's unbelievable to me. So Trump did masterful work by painting a picture for most of America to see and, and feel for the family. If you you got to be dead not to feel joy for the family that gets to get their kid out of a failing school into a good school. And Democrats must be dead because they thought that was the worst thing. In their mind, it is horrible for a black person to choose the school of their choice. Imagine having that position. Imagine having the position that says, I don't want black kids in a failing school to have choice. That's the Democratic position. Trump was masterful in showing that, too. He really was. I mean, throughout the speech, he had all kinds of little instances. Like that. Exactly. Like that. And the Democrats just couldn't support it. They just could not support a soldier coming home. They couldn't support uh, that child going to a school. She's a brilliant child. She needs to be somewhere else. They couldn't support that. I don't understand how, to me and you, we've talked about this for years, the, the, the civil rights argument on our country is school choice. I mean, I can't imagine Absolutely. why... A Democrat, of all people, who claims to be for the minority of people, which is a total lie, it's a total crap, doesn't support the freedom of parents to choose the right schools for their kids at any level. If, and, if the parents are choosing, what 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 does it do yeah, to the schools? Right. It makes the schools competitive, and it makes all the schools better. It, it, all of them fun. better. They get rid of the... The waste of flesh teachers that <laughs> that uh, couldn't couldn't teach anything, who don't teach anything, who just show up, you know, to keep the classroom in order and let the kids go home at the end of the day and pass them, so it doesn't look like they're not teaching them something, right, right. and it puts good teachers in those schools. I but, am I'm amazed how the State of the Union showed how the Democrat Party hates America and hates real freedom. The school choice is the greatest example. What else is interesting about it is 
on C-SPAN, they had people call in and said they were never, ever voting Democrat again because of the speech. And some of the reasons included a, uh, a comment from a caller that said they look like they hated our country. They will never vote Democrat again. Our party's been stolen by a bunch of communists. Abigail Spanberger, are you a communist? Do you like our country? You sat there with all your white dress women and, st- and didn't stand for any of the positive things about our country. Abigail Spanberger showed who she is. She's a radical, anti-American hater of America. Even Jody Jones, the brother of Rocky, was killed by that illegal alien. Did you see the, the Democrats' reaction to that? They didn't, they didn't stand and applaud the fact that this guy lost his brother and Trump's doing something about it. He said when he walked out, after seeing Nancy Pelosi rip the speech up, he walked out of that place and said, everyone there, all the guests, we couldn't believe what Nancy Pelosi did to me, who I lost a brother to an illegal alien who killed my brother, and Nancy Pelosi rips it up and calls it a lie, and Abigail Spanberger and all her people in her white dresses sat there and didn't respond? What is wrong with the Democratic Party? Here's what's interesting about it. The Democrats themselves hate the party. Listen to what one caller said on C-SPAN. I'm a Democrat, but I will no longer vote Democrat. I think it's outrageous how they sat there when all the good things are happening in our country and how much we love our country, and they look like they hated our country. It's outrageous. I will never vote Democrat again, said a female caller on C-SPAN. I think that's that, awesome. I think that's America. <laughs> I think it's awesome. How could you, as a fan of the United States of America, not look at Trump's speech and at least applaud it? Applaud all the good things that are happening and all the things he did. There's nothing in the speech that you could disagree with. Now, there have been be- Democrats in the past who have made phenomenal State of the Union speeches. Of course, speeches, Obama made them all the time. And the Republicans supported them. They, they right. clapped, they stood. When it's a good thing for the country. These folks were not going to stand or clap no matter what. A man called in and said, let me put it this way. I've been a Democrat for 70-some years, and what I saw tonight was appalling to me. It was very disrespectful to this president. I didn't vote for him, but the man is a president and should be respected. What I've seen tonight by the Democrat Party, I'm changing my mind. I'll probably stay home. I'm embarrassed being a goddamn Democrat for what they did to the House today. They look like a bunch of daggum idiots sitting there, unquote. Wow. These are Democrats. Another woman said, I watched my president give a speech on everything great that's happening in our country, but yet Nancy Pelosi and others were dressed in white. Abigail Spanberger, I might add, just sat over there, never standing, never clapping for anything that might be good for the country. Abigail Spanberger, it's time for you to go. Dave Brett time for you to return <laughs> all right your phone calls next 454-1366 454-1366 lee brothers 92.7 fm at 820 wntw in the mold of madison jefferson and henry real virginians the lee brothers on 820 wntw I mean, do you have any doubt now that Mark Warner, Tim Kaine, and Abigail Spanberger have got to go? These people do not represent the values of the Commonwealth of Virginia. They're complete partisan hacks. 
They don't represent the values of the United States of America. Wow. 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 <laughs> yeah, Tim. Sorry, true. Tim, but it's Sorry, a it's a true, yeah. I mean, you're just... You're, these Both of them voted to impeach Trump fully, Warner and Kane, and so did Abigail Spanberger, by the way. And then Spanberger to sit at the State of the Union in her stupid little white dress, claiming that she's showing the voices of women and families are heard, as if Trump's not speaking... He's speaking for everybody, families and women, apparently. <laughs> That's how stupid Abigail Spanberger is to think that a white dress is symbolism over everything to make sure that the voices of women and families are heard. Why so I it's going to wake the big D up. It's, go, it's going to wake Trump wake up. Trump up. He sat there and saw all these white dresses sitting there doing nothing. Not even standing for the... Oh, they were doing something. Uh, they were all... So entranced on the actions of Nancy Pelosi, she was giving him signals. Did you see that? Yeah, she, I, she looked I over at him and like <laughs> some kind of some kind right. of weird woman signal. I don't it, know. Does that not just make the country puke when you look at that? It made then, me puke. Then you see all these women, and you know what? It, this is what's unbelievable to me. Only the leftist wax get dressed for symbolism, wear ribbons, and all the other stupidness. In the State of the Union. It's not about you. It's about the country. Yet you always want to make it about you, you liberal. And, and, and there's no other way to look at what Virginia is offering. But garbage. Warner and Kane are, are they're just horrible. It, to, 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 the, the sham that was this, this impeachment. And for Warner and Kane to say, oh, we stand above the fray. And we think he abused his power. Don't make stuff up and don't pretend. <laughs> exactly, Tim Kaine. Exactly. But Abigail Spanberger, this this one-term congressman who said she's not in lockstep with Nancy Pelosi. That's how she ran. She ran. Remember Brat holding her down and said, this is going to be a, a rubber stamp for everything that is Pelosi. That's exactly who she is in her little mocking white dress saying that she did this for three reasons. You know what should have happened? All of the Republican men should have worn white dresses. Yeah, because they could identify it as a woman that day. Yeah. I mean, and they, it, once you put the dress on, you understand Nancy. Right. You can see her signals, and you know what to do. It's you don't like, have to look over your shoulder at the other white dresses to see what they're doing to know what you're doing. I think Democrats showed something at the State of the Union that most Americans really didn't get rasp until now. When the country's doing so well, if you can't stand for that, when you can't stand for a black child choosing the school of their choice, you, you think that's an anthem? You think that's disgusting? What is wrong with you, Democrats? I, I would love to hear from a Democrat who thought the State of the Union was awful and, and Abigail Spanberger's wonderful in her white little Nancy Pelosi dress. 454 454 1366. All right, coming up, uh, Philip Van Cleve's going to help us with this uh, new gun bill that passed out of the out of the uh, one of the committees this morning. Unbelievable what's going on in this Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison and Patrick Henry. All right, your phone calls next 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. The Lee Brothers proclaiming liberty over tyranny. On AM 820 WNTW.
Virginia citizens, unlike Abigail Spamberger, Mark Warner, and Tim Kaine. So Donald Trump calls out socialism in the State of the Union, and the Democrats stay seated. He says we will not go down the path of socialism. And there's a group of Americans that are in Congress that sat down for that. They wouldn't stand up and say, we don't want socialism. There are communists and socialists in the capital of the United States of America who are making laws and policies. They sat with a scowl on their face. Did you see the looks of their faces? But think about it. All the white-dressed women were staring at Nancy to make sure they had the right scowl on their face while Nancy sat there playing with her teeth. She is one beautiful woman anyway the, <laughs> the uh the uh no think about this a president of the united states the president whoever it is i don't care who it is stands in front of the entire country and says we will not embrace socialism and that should have got a standing ovation from every six, 535 people should have stand more because the place was obviously more than that should have been had a but that's not what happened abigail spamberger in her stinking little white dress, sat there with all the rest of the, the feminists and uh, and the Democratic Party. Booted. That, that sounds like a song, stinking little white dress. Have Don't to ask me to song. sing it. I'll have to write it. There's something inherently wrong with these people. I'll write it. Will you sing it? <laughs> only if we uh, want to get rid of our listeners. All the women sitting in the audience in there like stinking I said, white only dress. if we want to get rid of our listeners. All right, coming up. I thought it was quite a mess. The bill that passed out of the panel this week or this morning is yeah. a assault weapons ban, which is a lie. Philip Van Cleve next to tell us about a it. Voice it upon mankind. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Incredible. No opinion, no slant, just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Tonight... We renew our resolve that America will never be a socialist country. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city on capitalism. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 432. Outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host and my friend. Sitting to his left, sometimes <laughs> his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman was just escorted out of the White House. You're fired. Isn't that, <laughs> isn't that hilarious? Trump just, Trump said, quote, I'm not happy with him. You think I'm supposed to be happy with him? I'm not. Get out. He uh, was in the uh, was one of the impeachment witnesses, and he just got booted out. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. <laughs> this morning, uh, speaking of uh, not being happy with something, a House panel has backed the assault weapons ban. Now, oh, I can just hear people. The assault weapons. Oh, good. We don't want assault weapons. Well, unless the bad guys have them. And then, of course, what is an assault weapon? No one even knows. Was it defined in the panel this morning? I don't know. It was the House Public Safety Committee voted 12 to 9 to um, to advance this assault weapons ban to the full House. Assault weapon can be anything that you can assault a person with. In this bill, a they tried to know it. A fairly good-sized rock is an assault weapon if you throw it right. Could be. 
Joining us right now, who was actually in the room, can give us full details, is uh, Philip Van Cleve. He's the president of the Virginia Citizens Defense League. Hey, Philip. Hey, how you doing? Great. How are you? Oh, well, uh, doing all right. Surviving. You got kicked out of there this morning. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, not 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 my fault, but uh, yeah, they cleared the room out. Well, you know, um, you know, normally there's a little bit of decorum in all this, but the problem is these guys are attacking a basic civil right, something that could cost you your life if you can't protect it and the life of your family. Therefore, people can be a little bit, uh, you know, warmed up about this, and um, the Democrats just keep pushing, keep pushing on a sore spot over and over and over. Well, and, uh, and, yeah, yep. they're they're doing it under this fake premise. I mean, for example, um, one of one of the delegates said that we're not trying to take guns; we're trying to help sa- to save lives. Yeah, lying through his teeth. Well, he he may actually believe that, but it's oh, still I a lie. Think so. I, don't, I doubt it. it. Well, that's true. He may, he may not. He said we're trying to reduce mass murder. Said it's a Levin said it. Levine, I guess is his name. Oh yeah, well he's the same guy that did the video. He's the one that they asked, well, what is what is your bill on banning uh, assault weapons do? And that was the hilarious video where he clearly had no idea. What <laughs> that's <anything> right. <laughs> oh, that's right. He didn't know what it means. So what what did we get out of this thing, uh, Philip Van Cleve? What what does this bill give us? I know they 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 removed the registration of assault weapons, so we don't have to do that if we have a quote assault weapon. I have air quotes up. Mm-hmm. They, they they removed that part, right? Yeah, they yeah they they did, and uh, I think they I didn't have a chance to look at the final version, but I think they were going to raise the number of rounds that could be in a magazine. Twelve. It's now twelve. 12. Went from ten to twelve. Oh, how, wow. how, how benevolent yeah. of them! I oh, love, that was so big of them. You I know, love benevolent bad. dictators that give us things as serfs and peasants. It's so nice of them. Yeah, they're, they're, these are a bunch of tyrants, quite honestly. And this, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're laying themselves out to be the exact kind of person that uh, the Second Amendment is there to, to avoid. <laughs> no, no, we had that discussion on the, uh, in the, at the gun rally. You're exactly right. I mean, the, the Second Amendment was written for these people. That's why, yeah. we, that's why it was well, that's written. It's sad to say. It's scary to say. But they're, they're, they are, you know, they're, they're headstrong and they're determined to take away a civil right. And I can tell you right now, the people in Virginia are not going to let them do it. They can fantasize. They can have whatever, you know, dreams of, of, of what they want to do that they, you know, they can have. They can do what they want with that, but it's not going. People aren't going to comply with this stuff. Well, let, let's just, for, the, for our listeners' sake, the, the, the bill that passed would limit magazines to 12. So if you have a magazine of, I guess, that holds 14, which many people do, or I guess your gun, my gun holds more than that. My gun yeah. has 16. Yeah, and, some and, have 13. If you had 13, it'd be just as bad as if you had a 30 round. So I guess you would be an instant felon or I have to turn yes. your magazine in. Now, yeah, you don't, get any, you don't get any money for it or anything. You just have to destroy it or give it away or whatever. But, now, uh, even if yeah. someone, Philip, says, well, I don't want person to have more than 12 rounds in their magazine, the law doesn't apply to the bad guys who are going to have more. It only applies to, like, the law-abiding citizens, like Richard and I. Well, what if, exactly. it, if it says you can't have more than 12 in your magazine, can you, you know, put 12 in, put one in the chamber, and then put the 12th bullet back in the magazine? Yeah, I imagine. Well, I'll have to read it more carefully, again, since Levine had no idea what he's doing. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's hard to say, but in theory, that would be the that would be okay. So you technically have thirteen rounds of guns, 
and 12 in the mag and one in the chamber. Right. But, uh, yeah, but again, um, the suppressors. Suppressors are so rarely ever used in a crime, and almost always uh, they're, they're homemade. They're illegal. Yep. Uh, you can make a suppressor by putting a Coke bottle over sure. over the barrel of a firearm. Right. That's right. I mean, it's not rocket science. Right. And or or. But it looks big. Yeah, it looks impressive. Yeah, the suppressors, even the even the commercial ones, make your gun much bigger. Criminals don't like it because you can't conceal a gun easily with a suppressor. It's too big. Unless so they're in the movies. It's not used in crime. So the ultimate out of this is is one. I like how they compromise and make us like we're supposed to be grateful. I like the compromise that says, "Hey, we're going from ten rounds to twelve. See, yeah. aren't we nice?" Instead of dry, instead of putting ten drops of urine in the punch bowl, we're only going to drop five drops in, in, in the punch bowl. And we're supposed you to know? say, "Thank you." Drink up, right? As if that would make any difference. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> exactly. I think the I think the biggest problem with this is, that, and, the, and then we've talked about this, Philip. The biggest problem is these people who are for this bill that passed this actually truly believe, or they're lying to themselves, but I think that even their constituents may actually believe that this will help prevent crime, and it, and, it, and it won't. It will do nothing but keep the law abiding, and that's what just really drives me crazy about this. The, the boogeyman of the assault weapon is is does nothing but keep the law abiding from, from protecting themselves. The criminals don't even know there's legislation out there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing I keep saying saying to people, though, if you look at a bunch of bills like this and you say, well, what do these have to do with crime? This won't help. I think you're asking the wrong question. Ask the question, would these guns disarm law-abiding, would these bills disarm law-abiding citizens? And the answer to that is yes. Then they all make sense. Red flag laws, assault weapon bans, magazine bans. Um, all you know, universal background checks, which will lead to universal gun registration, which will lead to confiscation. All of this is about ultimately disarming us a step at a time. Rifles are rarely used. Only eight people were killed in Virginia with, with all long guns, not just uh, ARs, eight. And for that, we're going through this huge gyration. Twice that many people were beat to death with hands and feet, and three times that many people were stabbed to death in Virginia. Right. Uh, but we're not talking about any of that. No, that of course okay. not. That's okay. It's it's these rifles that are rarely used that we've got to go after. The reason they want to go after them is because, again, that's exactly the kind of tool you would want if the government ever turned tyrannical. Well, that's why when I see Delegate Jeff Bourne, who is a Democrat right here from Richmond, he said these guns were never designed for civilian use. Well, okay, what's your point? He said there, there are military assault rifles designed to kill as many people as possible. They, yeah, they're designed to protect yourself. Exactly. That's what they were. Des- I don't understand why that's an argument against them. That should be an yeah, argument in argument favor forward. of us using them to protect ourselves. The military does not use a semi-automatic AR-15. They don't. That was designed originally. I mean, that was used, been used by c- civilians forever uh, since the 60s. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's not the same. He's lying. Again, he's either lying or he, he just doesn't know what he's doing. I, I don't know well, which it is. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. We well, figured both. he was either lying or he was lying. Well, it, I think it could be both. <laughs> <laughs> I also think, that's actually hilarious. What it actually could be is they really have a, a heart that's bigger than their brain. They really think that somehow this, this so-called legislation they're pushing for will make any difference at all other than to impact the law-abiding. No. 
I take I don't I don't see the big heart in these people. I don't see it. I'm sorry. Uh, they they put on a fake one, but it's not real. I, I I just I see these guys in action. I don't think they have the big heart that they want you to think they have. Some of the and, and every and everything they propose. You're right. Some of it was vindictive. I mean they. They took wording out of the bill where you get training. If it's an NRA instructor anymore, that doesn't count for training, which is going to make it extremely hard to find training if you want to that's, get a concealed land gun permit. Okay, that's that vindictive. was vindictive. Exactly. And that was <laughs> exactly. All right, so I take back my con. Although I do believe liberals in general, they're they're natural liberals, not not the not the six separate Tyrannus uh, elected types that we have up in, in Richmond right now. I'm talking about yeah, the, that may be true. Yeah. These guys aren't though. Yeah. These guys are bad news. Uh, yeah, there's plenty of, of other liberals out there that you know truly have big hearts and, and everything else. And a lot of them are even gun owners. Sure, there's lots of those too. But these guys are a separate breed. And um, it's it's very troublesome, even for a liberal out there. If you're a gun owner, if you're not, you should never have supported red flag laws. No, no, that is, no, exactly. The same constitutional rights that gun owners have, it's also protecting your rights. Right. And your children's rights. So the House Public Safety Committee voted 12 to 9 to send this revised version of the assault weapons ban to the full House to vote on. I, I don't see how it stopped, Philip. I, I don't. I mean, we don't have the votes uh, that, that they do. Uh, don't be in the House. It's going to be tough to stop it. But don't count out the Senate. Don't count out the Senate. They, no, they've got a they've got an uphill battle in the Senate. Good. Well, I hope you're. Time. I hope some, one of the houses is able to. to, to well, I'll tell you right now that we need two votes in the Senate, and one senator's already one Democrat senator has already said he he does not believe and will not vote for uh, any kind of gun ban. Good. Well, maybe there's hope. Oh, there is hope. Good. I hope Absolutely so. Absolutely, there's hope. All right. And then if that all fails and it gets signed into law, we've already got our attorneys lining up all the, all the stuff we need. As soon as it's signed, you know, months before it becomes effective, we'll, right. we'll be heading to the courts. I just can't believe. I, can't, I just can't believe. I, I Seriously, I've got a, a gun that holds more than 12 rounds. I would be a felon if this passes. Someone needs to tell me why I should be limited. Someone needs to call, seriously tell me why I should be limited as a as a law-abiding citizen. You wouldn't be, be a felon. felon, you'd be a criminal. Again, you're asking logic when they want to disarm us. That's all they care that's all they care about. But however, I note I noted to them that the uh, right after the Virginia Tech shooting that the uh that the commission that was set up by Governor Kane, a Democrat, a gun-hating Democrat, that was set up and they came to the conclusion that even if if Cho had had 10-round magazines, it would have made no difference. Of course. And they're right. Because everybody's laying on the floor. He had forever to change magazines. For you to be able to jump up off the floor, get up, and then attack him before he puts in a new magazine, forget it. Um, So they said it didn't matter. Now, for you and I defending our home, if four burglars broke in at one time, and that does happen, four home invaders, them having multiple rounds does pay off because they're not going to be laying on the floor until you hit them. Uh, so you need as many rounds as you Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM at 820 WNTW. Richmond's conservative compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Virginia citizens and American patriots. What you want to do any talk show on the planet Earth? <laughs> Chief Joe from Williamsburg, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to talk with you again, and God bless you both. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Same to you, and it's a pleasure to have you on with us. As far as Richmond is concerned, they are well enough overplaying their hand. Let us uh, take for a moment, at least with some 
uh, sense of joy that at least I think one, if not two, of the major gun control bills proposed by uh, Governor Blackface have <laughs> themselves been pushed back by the Senate because at least two Democrats are afraid to pass them. That's fine and great. They're going to get these things through. The red flag laws, I believe, are going to make their way to the federal courts eventually. And with President Trump quietly filling the vacancies with conservative judges, I see that thing getting shot down. I hope you're right. Uh, uh, yes, I hope springs eternal. And so far as everything else is concerned, there is a junior senator from Missouri. Upon our victory here in about eight months, and we take both the House and the, we maintain the presidency. Amen. I foresee, I foresee, there's a, the hawk, I, I may be pronouncing his name wrong, but he's a junior senator from Missouri. He has proposed breaking the back of government in northern Virginia. This is uh, by decentralizing it and taking everything but homeland security, right. defense, and state and putting them into the heartland of the United States. This so, is going to save money, but what the ancillary fallout from this will be, anywhere from 150 to 250,000 people being driven out of northern Virginia because they will have no more government jobs. So the that idea, hallelujah and, and, and to the Joe, lamb. You're exactly right. That's and awesome. The the idea there is, is how do you infuse real America into this far off land surrounded by a beltway, one by kings and queens? And it's actually a brilliant, brilliant idea. You move them to the center of the country. You, you, you move them to the center of the country. You let people work <laughs> in the from the center of the country for these agencies. That is, it's outstanding idea. Thank you for remi- or reminding us about that. Put them in the Ripper. tornado belt. So <laughs> that's for, that'd be how you wipe out government agencies. <laughs> that's great. We just lost the Department of Agriculture today. <laughs> I saw it fly by. <laughs> All right. So at the uh, State of the Union, uh, I thought Trump made an impassioned, legitimate plea in regards to pro-life. A baby that was born at 20 weeks and a mother was holding that child at the State of the Union. And he turns it around draws the emotional side of it, turns back to the Congress and says, let's agree to ban partial birth abortion. Not a single Democrat stood up and applauded that, including this whacked Pete Buttigieg. Now, Pete was showed up on The View this week and was asked by McCain, believe it or not, about his stance on on this radical infanticide, essentially saying if a baby is born like Ralph Northam said, then we can have a debate on whether we kill it or not. And Pete is actually in favor of that. He did not back down. McCain at the end said, your view is absolutely the most radical thing I've ever heard. It is infanticide. Pete Buttigieg is a, is a monster. He's a, a monster. Now listen to this exchange on The View. Listen to this. But we live in a country where it is extremely important that no one person have to be subjected to some other person's interpretation of their own religion. I know we're not um, going to agree. Partial birth abortion is something that was coming up in, in, like I said, Governor Northam. It was a huge controversy when he was running for governor. I I think people, even Democrats, and there are a lot of pro-life Democrats in the country, want to know exactly where your line is, because you will be the president if you win. Right, but my point is that it shouldn't be up to a government official. No, what stop religion? Right what religion? Oh, he was he was talking about religion and right, exactly. Yeah. Is, it, is it killing a baby is a religion or not? What religion would support that? Good point. So he, I, I want to stop right there because he's he's saying that. Remember, this is about partial birth abortion. <laughs> it's about partial birth abortion. Listen to him again. Point is that it shouldn't be up to a government official. So no government official should decide whether life 
is, is worthy of fighting for. We have laws against murder. So the government official shouldn't decide if murder's right or wrong. Now he continues. Listen. To draw the line, it should be up to the woman who's confronted with the choice. Now, now notice what he's done here. It's actually pretty tricky. Pete Buttigieg is pretty tricky. He's like, look, when the baby's laying on the table and we want to decide if it's life or death, we got to leave that choice to the woman. And he gets an applause from the dumb idiots in the views inside the view. They're actually they, applauding they, that the woman ought to have the right to kill the baby when it's laying there or not. I wonder if they scanned the uh, audience before they let them in just to make sure they've got enough nut jobs in to them. sit in the audience. So he gets the applause line because he says government shouldn't make that decision. When the government makes the decision all the time about murder, but the government shouldn't make the decision, she should. Listen to how it continues. Infanticide after a baby was born, you'd be Does anybody with that. seriously think that's what these I, cases I are think about? That think, think about the situation that, yes. and are faced with this terrible choice. And I don't know what to tell them. Um, okay, a parent's what's or, the uh, terrible choice. Between, Put the child up for adoption or kill it, right? Or kill it. Yeah, he, he thinks it's a terrible choice. But it, it, now listen to how his rationale is. This, this guy's uh, he's really sick. Listen to him. What to tell them? He doesn't um, know what to tell the parent. No, kill the baby. Go ahead. Come on, it's your choice. You have a moral obligation. I can't tell you if it's life's worth keeping or not. Are you insane? This isn't in the womb. This is outside. Morally, about what they should do. I just know that I, I trust her and her decision, medically or morally, isn't going to be any better because the government is commanding her wow. to do it in a certain way. I respect it. The government is commanding her. We got to get rid of these laws against murder. I mean, the government's commanding you. You can't kill someone. Un Listen to how this ends, though. from it this is going to hurt you in the middle of the country with the republicans you're trying to win over people like me this is a hard line and quite frankly that question that answer is just pretty you're just as radical as i thought it was yes it is it is absolutely the most radical thing you can say he doesn't have the guts and the courage to say when the baby is either half born or born we should protect it can you what kind of sick human says no to that pete Buttigieg. that's who Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers, ninety two point seven FM and eight twenty WNTW. One day, a pretty, fresh faced young lady, intelligent and sincerely concerned, asked me if abortion wasn't preferable to making a young unmarried girl have a baby she didn't want, and which would therefore grow up unloved and probably turn out to be a criminal. I gave an answer which apparently she hadn't considered. I told her there were literally millions of people in this country who wanted but could not have children and who waited eagerly, sometimes for years, to adopt the baby she had described. That such a child would not be unloved, very much the opposite was true. There were always some raised hands and unanswered questions after the cameras were turned off, and I always tried to stay around to answer them, even though we were no longer on the air. Well, this day... Another, equally attractive girl had her hand half-raised. I called on her, but she didn't have a question. Instead, she said, I am adopted. I think a great deal of my folks, and I think they feel the same about me. And then she added this unforgettable line. I'm glad no one killed me. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of Political Talk Radio... The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. 
So, uh, so coming up, I've got to, uh, you will not believe, <laughs> just some of the things that are said are amazing. Alexandria, uh, uh, AOC, let's just call her that. She likes this cute little nickname for her, said you can't pull yourself up by your bootstraps. She doesn't believe in the American ideal of working hard and prog- But by the way, wasn't she a bartender who's now a congressman? I just I maybe maybe only for her she has that ability to do. It's unbelievable how the left views America. We'll share that with you. But then this the most unbelievable quote about Iowa being racist. Apparently, Iowa is the epitome of institutional racism. That is almost an exact quote from MSNBC. And you won't believe that. that You can't argue with these people. When someone actually thinks that, it is probably safe to just turn and walk away. You will not believe this clip coming up. But before we even get there, it's the um, there's a new religion in the Commonwealth. It's LGBT faith. I'm going to explain this in great detail. We're going to spend some time talking about why this bill that passed this week about LGBT protections is dangerous. And it has nothing to do with being a bigot or not inclusive or not for diversity. It's much larger than that. And we'll get to share it with you coming up. And, of course, your phone calls on this, too, by the way. Very helpful. 454-1366. I trust that you will participate. 454-1366. Check us out on our page, leebrothers.wordpress.com. What is Spanberger looking at? The white dress, Nancy Pelosi clone? The leebrothers.wordpress.com caption contest on Abigail Spanberger. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. The government is us, and we're, we're doing things right. The stupidity. Men have, men have been getting on my nerves lately. Wow. 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 She's got tremendous hatred. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's, it's physically impossible. And it feels like I never want to love again. <laughs> There's not enough time to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. We've only got 11 years left. The state is pushing a new religion. It's the LGBT faith. And quite frankly, they have a new Bible and new laws to support them. And we're going to dissect this. It's very dangerous. We'll explain why. And Iowa is racist says MSNBC. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us on the blusteriest day of the year. This is the, uh, the March winds that have come upon us in February. A little early. Sometimes they come in February. It could happen. It could happen. It happened today. It's blowing trees down everywhere, so be careful. I heard uh, Hanover County's got a lot of trees trees down. on the ground. Got it. So if you need firewood for the rest of the year, <laughs> go up there. There's plenty. But hopefully it didn't fall on your car, because it did fall on some vehicles up there and some houses. So yeah, we get a heavy rain, it saturates the ground. Then the winds come. Down come the trees. Is that how it works? That's how it works. Here's Mr. No kidding. I Thank did goodness the math. you figured that out. I just simply did the math. You, you just did the math. I did the math. I don't think it's science. And you, math. you have no, no idea there. 
how smart about you are. any of those things. That's true. I did not realize the saturation in the way. I'm brilliant. All and, right. And you're not. And four, yeah, five, thank you. Hey, Einstein, I'm on your side. Thank four, you. Four, thank you very much. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. If you're a Democrat, what a hard week. I feel bad for you. Started out with Iowa. You can't even vote. I mean, you people are a train wreck of massive Well, they can vote. They just can't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I'm sorry. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But then we find out that Iowa was really not the debacle because of... It was the Democrats in Iowa that was, was the, the debacle. debacle. But, it, but it turns out it's even more than that. The, the, the radical left is uh, operating MSNBC, CNN, and uh, Zerlina Maxwell. They all had different plans for the outcome of Iowa. They all wanted something you different. You know that, yes, right? Yes, of course they do. And they, His they, name is Biden, they but can, they all had different ideas for Iowa. They manipulated, they will, and they probably did. They tried. Well, if they did... Look at the result. I'm happy for him. Now, remember, this is a Democratic primary. There's no Republicans participating in this. this right, is, exactly. It's a Democratic right. primary. So and they, you think they would get it right. Right, exactly. But, but no. But what's Maybe. interesting is the clip we're about to play for you. Remember, they're talking about Democrats in Iowa. They're not talking about the Republicans. But the reason this whole thing had low turnout and wasn't as successful as they wanted to be is what Zerlina Maxwell said on MSNBC. Listen to this. The, the Iowa caucus is essentially the perfect example of systemic racism. 91% of the voters in Iowa are white. So? I mean, why, is, why, why is that? Is it that other races don't live there, yeah. you think? Or if they do live there, they don't vote? Well, but what, the, I so why, what, are the, what do the white folks do? To prevent that from happening. What happening? Being racist? From, they prevent 91% are white. So what do they do to stop the other 9%? From coming in Iowa? Yeah. They must have a wall around the state of some sort. It must and, be. And, but what's, what's inherently built into the question or the comment is that if you're white, it's institutional racism. How is Iowa an example of it's institutional by racism? It's by default. You're white. You live in Iowa. You're racist. They tell you that when you move into the state, <laughs> you get a special brochure on how to act in such. All right, here's, uh, here, here she is again. Listen to this whole thing. Unbelievable. The, the Iowa caucus is essentially the perfect example of systemic racism. That's Iowa caucus is systemic racism. It's her own party. It's the Democrats. I'm sorry. I had to so why, why, is, why is she concerned about Maybe systemic we, we, racism? I, I didn't see any other race running. Running. Yeah, good point. So anyway, here we go. The the Iowa caucus is essentially the perfect example of systemic racism. Ninety one percent of the voters in Iowa are white. The reason why you see a drop like in turnout, I'm just speculating here. It could be perhaps that white children are not in the cages. So when you're talking about the tangible pain that black and brown people are feeling, they feel a sense of urgency because their kids are being put in cages. Right now. I don't even know. Is is putting the kids in cages, is that just kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're just making that up as they go along. I mean, the the kids aren't actually put in cages, but in this peon brain's mind, they are. And they're, they're put in cages because... The color of their skin. There aren't many people the color of their skin in Iowa. They should have read that on the brochure before they moved into the state. They could have moved somewhere else.
Do you understand the lunacy of this woman? And this is my point. This passes as legitimate political commentary. This woman is insane. That you, what do you do with this? Because her candidate didn't, was not chosen. I, I don't. I don't know what it's about. But how when you, is when she you hear insult, it, She's insulting her party. Yes, but it's it's more than that. It's like, can you even talk to someone who thinks this way? You actually think there are, as she says, black and brown people with kids in cages. There's not a single person in anywhere that's black or brown that has their child in a cage. No one. What is she? This is what I'm talking about. You can't have a rational conversation with these people. That statement is so crazy. And yet it passes as real political thought. How does this woman have a job? And how are you and I, Richard, not making hundreds of millions of dollars if this woman is getting paid a dime for showing up on MSNBC? Her, her bosses are probably sitting there going, brilliant, utterly brilliant. Yes, it is quite smart, isn't it? It's, it's, so, it's so disgusting. I like what you said. Let's go back and listen to this again. Listen to how she pauses after she says these certain she things. She pauses 91% for... of the voters in Iowa are white. <gasps> We're supposed to go. Strategic vote there. <laughs> 90% of the voters in Iowa are white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. Look, she continues. <laughs> the reason why you see a drop in turnout, I'm just speculating here. The reason you see a drop in turnout, the reason you see a drop in turnout is speculating why. Listen to why. I'm just speculating here. Perhaps that white children are not in the cages. Exactly. That is the stupidest, is the white stupidest children thing I've ever heard. Are not in the cages. That is the stupidest comment. The reason there wasn't turnout so heavy is because white people don't have their kids in cages. So when you're talking about the tangible pain that black and brown people are feeling. Are they feeling pain? Black and brown people are feeling tangible pain because they're in cages? Where is this one? How can this woman even be considered as a political pundit? This is, you know what she's simply saying? She's saying white people are racist, which is. And all races are not. That, that she's saying that. But it's almost, it's extremely insulting that this is her view of America. Not just Iowa, but this is her view of America. They feel a sense of urgency because their kids are being put in cages, right? I, it's unbelievable. Um, Washington Post recently ran an opinion piece with the headline, Why the Iowa Caucuses are Even Wider Than You Think. Now, there's something going on in our country. There is a group of people who call themselves Democrats, I mean, they all do, that actually believes that America is racist because you're white. That is the thought process of the Democratic Party. Now, imagine starting with that premise. If you believe that, like this woman does, and by the way, she's on MSNBC. No one corrected her. No one said, you're a complete nut. No one said anything. This passed as legitimate commentary. Imagine starting with that premise. Once you do, there is no arguing with these people. This is a sick group of very twisted people. I mean, you can't even debate with this. This is laughable stuff. It's like a parody. But it really happened. All right, coming up. You want another parody? AOC. You know, a Bronco. She's a parody in herself. <laughs> That's true. It's totally true. She's a parody with feet.
Remember when Barack Obama Obama said you didn't build that? Wait till you hear what Alexandria Oscar's Cortez said. AOC. That's next. And your phone calls. 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM at 820 WNTW. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Tired of talk show hosts that think they know everything? Call Scott and Richard Lee, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. Man's own old age dream, the ultimate in individual freedom consistent with law and order, or down to the ant heap of totalitarianism. Reagan's birthday was this week, February 6th. Don't you love Reagan? Oh, the best. Total best. Trump's batting right up there next to him. So the um, MSNBC believes that uh, all white people are racist and that Iowa's racist because we don't, as white people, have kids in cages. The brown and black people are feeling real pain. It's the most idiotic, ridiculous statement. Does anyone really listen to MSNBC and take it seriously? I think they get get about 500,000 people watching. (laughs) That's it. It's like nobody, except the radical crazies, which apparently, all, by the way, are also commentators. Speaking of which, do you watch MSNBC? Mm, radical no, crazies? No, no. I, watch, just I watch it just your, curiosity. I've always thought of you as a radical crazy in some, some form or fashion. Some form or fashion. So, you don't need your head examined. That's what you need. Uh-huh, so. Go ahead. That's exactly right. Hit the nail on the head. Home run. No question. So there is a... Uh, can, I just, can I just say for... Uh, uh, with no. at, at risk of, uh, really. of being repetitive, the Democratic Party does not believe in the, in the ideals of America. They don't believe in capitalism. They don't believe that you can succeed. They never have. They thought that only way you can succeed is if they help you. Is that government comes in and does something? I mean, listen to every policy they've always perpetuated. As in Obama, you didn't build that company. That's exactly right. That's you my point. You didn't build that and, business. And when Hillary said, "Don't let anyone tell you that they built that on their own," that is the view of the American left. So to them, it's disgusting to think that someone would go out, either start their own business or work hard by pulling up themselves by their bootstraps and working hard. You can't do that. AOC has put a a doctrine out. She has laid the law down. There's no one building their self up by their bootstraps. She doesn't even know what it means. Well, she doesn't own any boots. Here's what she said. Ms. Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap. You know, this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility <laughs> to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, by your shoelaces. She's been trying for a impossible. week. The whole thing is a joke. She's been trying for a week. She's a joke. She fell off the bed six times. Trying to pull herself up the by her shoelaces. The makeup on her face, if you notice the lump, it's where she got a black eye once when she fell. She has to really powder it on. I think she missed the entire point of this analogy or metaphor. <laughs> I don't think it's literally. She I, don't, is. I think she missed the. Listen to what she says about it. It's, listen to this. It off as a joke. 
because it's a physical impossibility. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you literally picking yourself up. By your- She's been sitting at home pulling. <laughs> She's unbelievable. On boots. Trying to fly off the bed. And she How said, humiliating. She, she, she should know she needs to get her broom out to fly off the bed. Listen to how authoritative she says it to you. Like, she really figured this thing out. Yeah, because she it's did. a physical impossibility. <laughs> if you say it like that with such authority, it matters. It's a physical impossibility. I'm sure people in the because room were looking phys- at each other going, is she for real? Physical <laughs> impossibility. physical impossibility (laughs) to lift yourself up by a bootstrap that's not the point that's not even the point of that entire statement it isn't she misses it entirely even if it was a joke and started out as one it is a legitimate analogy to say what i mean do we have to explain it to the american people it's not only aoc it wasn't a joke it didn't start as a joke it was meant to be an encouragement to those exactly. who, who would pull your exactly. bootstraps up to go out and work. She didn't know that. She's sitting at home pulling her bootstraps trying to fly off the bed. It feels like rejection. It feels like heartbreak. It feels like betrayal. And it feels like I never want to love again. <laughs> this woman has. I love moment. that one. I love I that one. I do, too. The, the best. Mark, I need you to save this one, too, by the way. Put this one. So let's listen to the whole clip again just for just for fun. AOC. Ms. Hutchinson, I also want to thank you about bringing up the poverty draft and this idea of a bootstrap. You know, this idea and this metaphor of a bootstrap started off as a joke because it's a physical impossibility to lift yourself up by a bootstrap, (laughs) by your shoelaces. It's physically impossible. Shoelaces? The whole thing is a joke. You're a joke. That's not even the point of it. See, this is so hard for the left to even figure out. She's probably never heard this statement in her entire life because she believes government does this, but... The idea that you could go out and pull up your 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 boots at a bootstrap to go out and work hard to accomplish something on your own to them. They can't even fathom that to them. It's like who would do something without getting government's help? This is consistent with how the liberal mind thinks. I guarantee you there are people sitting in the room looking at each other going seriously. You think I think so. Even even Democrats. Would see this. And by the way, as idiotic, where did the shoestring thing come from? By your shoelaces? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the problem right there. She got shoelaces in her boots. You're supposed to have bootstraps. No shoelaces. That's the problem. That's like a question mark. By your shoelaces? How could that ever happen? By your shoelaces? Why did you say shoelaces? It's physically impossible. I don't have any boots. That poor woman. She didn't want to show up at the State of the Union because of that kind of stuff. Trump, act- Trump actually believes you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> she, so- she probably had sustained injuries falling off the bed trying to pull herself up. With, she with, couldn't show up. With her shoestrings? By your shoelaces? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. No opinion, no slant, just the facts. Yeah, right. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Because, yes, you've worked hard, but you've also been lucky. That's a pet peeve of mine. People who've been successful and don't realize they've been lucky. I feel important now. (laughs) That is a 
unbelievable. Who has a pet peeve like that? Who has a pet peeve that says, you know what, I got pet peeves. Richard, you have pet peeves. But Obama's pet peeve is people who don't feel like they've been lucky. Or they don't feel like they just. I mean, who has a pet peeve like that other than a crazed leftist liberal Democrat? Obama was a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> That's right. That's hilarious. Pet peeve. I had more pet peeves while he was in office than ever before in my life. And I was afraid it would make me a negative man. It didn't. But no, no. <laughs> I'm a very positive man. I'm positive that I got a little negative there. All right. Virginia Democrats want to hike gas tax to spend the money on public transit. And you thought they wanted to take the money and spend it on roads and infrastructure. No. No, they just want to jack it up. Gas tax. 35 cents? Is it 35 it's, cents? It's, it's 16 cents. They're raising it to 28 cents per, 28 cents per gallon over but the But it's eventually years. going to 35, right? Uh, it's going to 28 cents. It's going 16 cents to 28 cents. That's a 75% increase over the next three years. I read somewhere where Wreck-It Ralph wanted to put a oh, I'm 35%. Sure he did. I'm sure he did. I mean, did. 35 cents tax on gasoline. Well, that doesn't surprise me. But what's interesting about this is when you hear Democrats talk about the de- gas tax, they talk about unfunded transportation needs. Little do you know that most that that revenue they're going to collect from that is going to go to mass transit, which, by the way, no one is using the fact, the decline rate, no one's even using it. The left is so hell-bent on making us like Europe. I, I used it down in the city, but once I realized I was in the bus lane, I got out of it right away. But <laughs> I did use the mass transit system by accidentally getting in the bus lane. All right, coming up, the new the state's pushing a new religion. And if you don't think LGBT is a religion, right till you hear what they passed this week. And the consequences of this bill will blow your mind. It's not about tolerance. It's much, much more. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM at 820. Long Guns, Barbecue, Tater Tots, and a Cuisinart in every home. WNCW. Richmond's conservative compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. My long friend, time friend is... <laughs> My is long that? friend, time friend. <laughs> That's for real. They My should... long friend, time friend, and she's a friend. Now, she's... why wouldn't he stop and go, Long okay, friend, on. time friend, she's a friend. Why we wouldn't... travel through time. Just after 5.32, we were outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and George Washington, and the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. My far left is Richard Lee. Far left. All right. That's right. No bootstraps for me. I would love to hear from uh, from our phenomenal listening base at even if there's only five of them, four five four thirteen sixty six four five four. Always put yourself down, and I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you realize how you are. Four exactly. five. Yeah, exactly. Now, then you don't have to. That's right. I can bite my tongue, and Mom won't slap me at Thanksgiving dinner. Four five four thirteen sixty six four five four thirteen sixty six. There is a new religion. The state is pushing a religion, and if you don't think that's true, look at the debate on the LGBTQ discrimination bill that just passed. The Times-Dispatch had Virginia's for all lovers. Now, even pedophilia 
How about incestual relationships? We're for all lovers, you sure? That's coming up next. But anyway, it is for lesbians, gays, bisexuals who don't know if they're lesbians or gays, transgenders who don't know what gender they are, and queer or questioning, they don't know what the Q means. It covers men that want to go in the restroom while your daughter's in there. It does cover them. So this is talked about, worshipped, and and uh, proselytized like a religion. The articles this week, the the flaming of this bill, making it the first southern state to embrace anti-discrimination. And flaming bills. I like the way you use yeah. that word, flaming. Well, I didn't mean it like flaming. I think I meant it. It's like Christmas trees that you burn in April. But this is not this is not about discrimination. This is a more about a total endorsement and you will comply. You will comply. You have been heard. I mean, we have been heard by you. And we're going to read You shall comply. Because if you don't comply, you'll be heard by us again. I want to, before I play the clip here of James Milner from Equality Virginia or one of the other groups like that, I want to remind you of something. This kind of legislation exists in New York where the uh, wedding was going to take place on their on their property, and they had to go to re-education camp and pay yeah. a fine of $50,000. Guess what this bill does? It has a fine of $50,000 or $100,000 for what they think. Might, and there's, there's, by the way, this is all subjective. There's no objective and truth You can to pay it. It's not a big deal. 50 grand, 100 grand, what's... What's no, the big deal? Of course, it's the appropriate punishment. I wasn't saying that. If, if you're, you're not, not supporting these, if, this bill, if you're not pointing, then you've got plenty of money. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's kind of the rule. The so, rule of thumb. I wonder if James Milner is any kin to John Milner. John Milner was in the movie. Um, it just went right out of my head. It was the. Was it a fake name or an actor's name? No, it was his act, oh, actor's okay. name. It was. American Graffiti. He was an American Graffiti. He drove a yellow uh, hot rod. That was John. It was a, a deuce. What do they call it? A deuce coupe. It was John Milner. It's really great. Actor. Richard, I'm pretty sure this pretty guy cool has car. nothing to do with that. But anyway, here's it was what he a said. hot rod. They're probably illegal now too. I don't know. Here's what James Milner said from uh, it's, it's brother of John Milner. I think the he's actor. I think he's like Equity Virginia or whatever group he is. Listen, cousin to, of the actor John Milner. I'm listening. Here's what here's what he said. The passage of the Virginia Values Act by the General Assembly today, I like the, today question represents a seismic shift um, in how Virginia treats and earthquake? respects its LGBTQ citizens. It does. Is that an earthquake term? What seismic shift? Yeah, it is actually. It's a shift of the tectonic plate. Represents a seismic shift um, in how Virginia treats and respects its LGBTQ citizens. See the premise there. The premise is this: Virginia hated all of them. They hated all LGBT. All the businesses out there wanted to fire them and discriminate against them until this happened, which is a lie, which is a total lie. This guy's lying about this. But anyway, he continues. So to be where we are today is something that many of us never thought we would live to see. I mean, I'm emotional about it. It's an, it's, I have an emotional reaction to this because it is finally telling me that in the state that I was born and raised, that I am now going to be on equal footing with every other citizen in this state. Is he crying? You know, actually, what's wrong with this statement is he won't be on equal footing. He'll be on a step above everyone. He gets special treatments. Can you be fired for being a heterosexual, Richard? Yes. Can I be fired for being a heterosexual? Yes. Do I have special treatments? 
Do I have a dis- discrimination against me? No. 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 I have zero. Guess what? Hey, hey James Milner. The equation there. I, I have no special treatment either. Right. I just thought I'd throw that in because. James Milner wants special exceptions. He wants special treatment. That's what this is. Cousin of John Milner, the actor. I mean, this, this is unbelievable how people are missing what this really is about. This isn't about discrimination. And by the way, we had a lot of Dem- Republicans in the, uh, in the House vote for this. Here's, here's the ramifications of this, and they're actually quite large when you think about it because of how dangerous this bill is. This will now inject into every private employer in the state the ability to be sued for firing somebody on what you think they might have been fired for or not hired for. Because you can't prove that someone was fired because they're... Of their affiliation. Affiliation with, with anything. LGBTQ plus community. There is a plus on the end now, right? Uh, I don't see that on the bill. But hey, here, here's something else. They left something out. Let's not tell them. Public accommodations. Inside the bill, it says LGBTQ must be allowed for any public accommodations with no parameters. So if we're it's vague, they can come to our room and say, you need to check out now. It's 11 p.m. I don't care. No, what they can do is they can walk into your church and they can say, I have to be an elder here or a deacon or whatever. And they can sue the church. The fines. Would they, though? Would they? Of course they would. You ever heard of the bakers or those who are making cakes? No, they sue them for everything. I've heard of the Moors, Moore Nationals. Have you heard of them? Strange bunch. Anyway. I don't know. Who are they? They're a strange bunch. They claim to be nationals. They don't claim to be driving a car. They claim to be traveling in one. And they don't need to respect the laws of the United States of America in any way, shape, or form. And some of them get off in court because of this. Well, you won't get off in court on this. This is crazy. So the here's what else it creates. It creates a special new grievance hearing that the state can put in place. If you have a grievance, you automatically get a hearing. New civil uh, cause of action for individuals. It gives new powers to the attorney general to investigate claims of any kind. And, of course, the big part is the fines. That's insane. That is insane. All because of the LG. By the way, this is called the Virginia Human Rights Act, and it is very dangerous. Human rights? Yeah. I mean, this is special rights. It's human rights for all of us? No. Because we're human, right? Yeah. You shouldn't have to clarify it, but now you do. Right. You shouldn't have to clarify it. Your Honor, I'm a human being. Now, see, part of this is built in, in in this shroud that says... No one should discriminate, and no one should discriminate. The, in fact, no one has discriminated. There's not a single case that anyone can point to where someone was, they have to have this law. There's not one out there. But that's not what this is about. It's not about saying you need to be welcoming or you should be kind and polite. It actually takes the force of government now to force you to do things that are against your faith. How do we know this? Because in the bill's debate... They tried to insert protections for those who had convictions like this, and the Democrats would hear none of it. It is about coercion. It's about punishment. It's about you will you will actually conform to not only recognizing LG, but 
improving and rubber stamping their behavior by saying, I'm all for it, I can't be against it. That's what this is about. I would think the majority of that particular community, though, you know, human beings are human beings, and they don't want to they don't want to get in a battle over things. So most of them are going to back down and back away. But you're right. right, there are some that are not going to, that are going to want to put it in your face, so to speak. And, exactly. and they're going to be the ones ringing the doorbell saying, let me introduce you to my attorney. Exactly right. Before we even get started, I've already filed suit. That is what this bill does. It's not about just being a nice, pleasant human and not discriminating. This is about think, government coercion. You think these people in the General Assembly don't realize the craziness that will come from a bill like this? No. Here's what they realize. Here's what Eben said. He's our first gay uh, delegate. They ever. want the votes. He said, this legislation is needed. It's urgent. It's important to know that discrimination is still happening in Virginia. And no bill's going to stop that, Eben. It happens. It's part of life. He said, it's time to drive it out. Until we do, our Commonwealth will continue to suffer. Now listen to this. Is the Commonwealth suffering right now? Apparently. We didn't know. I, I didn't know medication either. For it. Here's what it's been suffering from. Thanks to Eben, here's what the Commonwealth has suffered from until this bill. It suffered psychologically. Wow. Physically. No wonder we're all a little nuts. Economic vandalism? Simply because of who Economic people, vandalism. That's what he says. I don't even know what that is. And he says simply because of you, who people are and who they love. Do you write notes on people's money? Is that economic vandalism? I don't know. Delegate Lee Carter, who's a communist, self-proclaimed from Manassas, said this. We are here to tell you that you are welcomed. Okay, he didn't stop there. Welcome. You're celebrated. Oh, I've got to celebrate. You're respected and protected in Virginia no matter what you look like, where you come from, how you worship, or who you love. Take me to your leader. Even So i got a question, Mr. Delegate Carter. How about pedophilia? Do you know TED Talks? You know what TED Talks is. It's this big business talks. There, there's been two people yeah. who have talked in TED Talks endorsing pedophilia. Seriously? Yep. That's And you think this is just some kind of little hidden charade going on? I always thought TED Talks leaned liberally, but I had no idea. Endorsing pedophilia. That's unbelievable. Delegate Carter from Manassas. Does it matter who you love? Are there going to be laws against pedophilia? How about incest? Oh, and then Delegate Rome, the transgender Delegate Rome, she's, or he said, Virginia's for everyone. Virginia's for lovers. Virginia's for all lovers. No restrictions at all, Delegate? None? We're not going to label anything. How about multiple um, uh, marriages? We okay with that? Are we going to have any laws at all on any of this? I mean, I thought Record Ralph changed that Virginia was for either black face or pointing white hats. Right, exactly. Didn't Record Ralph put that in place? With his own actions, I might say. Your phone calls on this, 454-1366. I, I'm, am I... Am I making too much of this? I don't think so. I'm yeah. going to explain next. The, I'm going to give you a list of some of the consequences of this. And Sesame Street. Sesame Street now has the first cross-dressing gay entertainer for kindergartners. That is next. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW.
In the mold of Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee brothers, on 820 WNTW. Tell me the story about the two fellows in the Soviet Union who were walking down the street, and the one of them says, have we really achieved full communism? Is this it? Is this now full communism? And the other one said, oh, hell no, it's, things are going to get a lot worse. for all lovers, LGBT, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. I wish I'd just spell it out for us so all the kids could know what it means. And then they could ask mommy and daddy, what's gay and bisexual mean? And why do they have special rights that I don't have? Um, they are now uh, have a discrimination uh, bill that says you can't discriminate. In theory, it's phenomenal. No one wants to discriminate. It's awful. Yet there are consequences of this. And... Uh, Danica Rome, who is the uh, only transgender in the uh, House of Delegates, said, we've been waiting 401 years for this moment to arrive. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You mean, you mean when oh, really? in it's Jamestown, when we arrived, part. there was someone that said, it! at some point we're going to get transgenders, gays and lesbians and all the others and some kind of special rights. Really? That's the meaning of old as, as dirt. The only way that you're going to stop discrimination is that everyone in the state, and I mean everyone, even itty-bitty babies, have this thing attached like dogs have a bark collar. And if you discriminate, you're on the ground flipping around <laughs> while it shocks you. If you could even tell what it is. I mean, it's hard to... Well, he discriminated. That's what's wrong with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? He laughed at it. <laughs> Danica Roma goes on to say, I know this bill will save lives. Um, an anti-discrimination bill is not going to save. A, that's a little overplaying of the hand. Don't you think? Don't you think? Saving lives, anti-discrimination. Danica, come on now. Come on, Danica. All right, Let's so be real about this. You haven't been waiting 401 years. Danica, have, Danica, have you? Danica cannot wait to find someone $50,000 for disagreeing with her transgender lifestyle. She can't wait. Here are the, here's some... Um, does she get to keep the fine? I, maybe she does. Here's what happens with this bill. I might find something wrong with my lifestyle if, if I get to keep the fine. Here's what's wrong with this bill. It's going to punish faith-based employees and businesses. It's going to. Christian colleges, like Liberty and Regent, will be forced to allow same-sex couples into their married dorms. It will weaponize government, and this is exactly my big problem with this. It weaponizes a liberal government to punish those who continue to maintain, I don't know, male and female. It will weapon. That's what the fines are all about. It will require faith. Listen to this. It will require faith-based agencies and nonprofits that work for the state and help the state now will be forced to assume lesbians, gays, transgender in their platforms. Yeah, that's fair. All employees will be required to permit biological males to identify as females and have access to women's locker rooms and other places of showers and private spaces. All employers will require to include gender reassignment procedures in their health care plans. This is absolutely the path of this lunacy. Why don't they just stop and put us all through training? So we're all in, exactly send us all to the training camps, you know, six months, if three I, months for others. We all go to a training camp so we can learn how to act appropriately in this new 
found Faith liberal world of religion of the LGBT. Well, I don't right. know what we could do. We could start with the children. Let's that, send them. Let's start with the children. At least a year. If we could get to Sesame Street, we could get to the kids. What's that song that gets you to Sesame Street? Sesame Street is to feature a cross-dressing gay entertainer. Now, I don't know what you think about that, but my first reaction is it's over. I I think that purple dinosaur beat Sesame Street to the punch. What was his name? Was he gay? Barney. You beat it. I would probably lean on the side of how you say yes, probably. Barney. Yeah, but we don't know. A dinosaur that acted like that, it didn't go around eating kids and stuff. Right. You know, yeah, terrorizing what kind of, exactly. That's a good point. What kind you of know, dinosaur? Kids should have gone on that show to have the devil scared out of them. <laughs> Literally. That would be a manly dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> Not Barney. Hi, kids. Okay, good it's point. It's me, Barney. Right, so maybe, maybe Barney did be the first gay. Touch me and I'll kick you. But now Sesame Street's openly doing it, though, Richard. Touch That's me and I'll kick you. Now, yeah. So, so. You have to ask the question, seriously, this is the question I ask of all the liberals who are for this. And believe me, this doesn't come from a conservative position. You know, no conservative said, let's let Sesame Street have a gay entertainer that's cross-dressing for preschoolers. No, <laughs> Nobody did that. This came from the radical left, the homo, this you know. This was an original. Abby, Abigail Spamberger kind of left. This is out there in that, that place. You go, Abby. Watching a, apparently watching a cross-dressing gay man interact with their favorite TV characters is uh, is is there for one reason? It's there to impress the young minds into thinking what? Why? Why does this have to happen? Why do we have to put this in front of our children? There used to be a time. I know it's a crazy traditional old school train of thought that thought that kids should be protected, that sex conversations were for the adults, that LGBT has to be explained to a child, and nobody wants to explain what gay sex is. They just don't. Okay, especially to an eight-year-old. But you shouldn't have to explain that. Am I, am I the only one left on the planet that thinks that way? Pretty much. So there is a religion here. This is a passionate religion of the left. Otherwise, why proselytize to preschoolers? And by the way, that's supposed to be the scariest thing ever, isn't it? Proselytizing? Talking about Christianity being the only way, which it is. And then to explain to people... That that is the evil, the most evil thing you can do in proselytizing. Amen. And yet, that's what LGBTQ community is doing. What do you think Sesame Street's all about here? Who's allowing this? By the way, isn't this public broadcasting where our dollars are going towards this? Defund it now. Are you starting a campaign? Uh, Sesame Street for children only. Defund it now. No, no. I actually think Sesame Street ought to get a ranking, a rating now. You got a rank, uh, a rating. Oh, is rain it, is, is in. G, PG. Sesame Street was always G until 2020. And Virginia used to be for lovers. Now it's for every kind of lover. I thought it included all of them, but apparently I was wrong. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. <laughs> And it's a wrap. It's not a Barney wrap or even a Big Bird wrap. It's just a wrap. Plain old wrap today. <laughs> That's actually perfect. I appreciate that greatly from you. I thought you would. 
All right, uh, we need you to uh, do us a uh, do us a solid. I hated that. I always hate that. Do us a solid. Remember, you used to say that all the time. Anyway, check yeah, us out. Yeah, I used to hit you when you said it. Check us out at the hey, Big Bro. Do me a solid. What? <laughs> I thought you meant slap. The Lee Brothers That is your link to all things cool and some things not so cool. Especially a couple videos there that you want to check out. Yeah. One is Abigail Spanberger's facial expression at the State of the Union. Go, Abby. You, too, can comment. It is a caption contest, and i got to tell you, there are some really good comments there. A lot of fun. Actually hilarious. It's hard to look at Abigail Spanberger and not laugh. Anyway, but when she's in the white dress trying to act like she's some kind of a, a separatist from the, from the pack, believe me, like she Nancy. is the pack. She is the pack. She's Nancy. Check us out, theleebrothers.wordpress.com. There you'll see that. And, of course, uh, other great videos. One is Big Bad Dawn, a hilarious Big D, video. as we call him in person. Big Bad. We're that tight with the man. Donald Trump. The Trump Meister. Check us out there. And, of course, a link to us. All of our uh, uh, contacts are there, including our email at patriots at theleebrothers.com. Thanks for joining us this lovely, blustery Friday afternoon. The wind's blowing out there, so be careful. Still blowing now, but it will end, end very soon. And this clouds are going to, the sky is going to open up. It's going to be a clear night tonight. It's going to be beautiful out there. So uh, anyway, be safe in your commute home, and we'll see you next Friday right here on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW. See you next Friday. I saw my life flash before my eyes. Not every policy is scientific muddy. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so... Bye. God bless you.